1: Who says that?
0: Nobody says that. That's from another movie. But this movie has coal miners. You don't know what movie I that's I don't. From? You hate this movie. I'm, now it's a new game. Try <laughs> to get Nadeem to guess <laughs> What movie. movie is this? It's a movie that you do not like. It's a movie from the year 2000 or 2001. And I'll give you... You have to give me one- a hint then. <laughs> what... Uh, how can I give you a hint? Um... Blue Steel is your hint.
1: Oh, is it Zoolander?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do not like Zoolander.
0: I, I know that, but that's also a classic line from okay. Zoolander. I mean,
1: you really stretched <laughs> it out. You really.
0: <laughs> I've got the black lung pop. I think I got the black lung pop. And he's like, Derek, you've been in here for two hours. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways. It's John Voight. How is it going?
0: i'm here i'm reminiscing about zoo apparently yeah
1: so that's that's how it. are you i'm, I'm tired <laughs> af Mita. yeah aren't a... we all yeah i think
0: happy new year happy
1: new year <laughs> <laughs> we actually didn't say it in our last episode in ben-hur that released today oh i'm sorry so happy new year to our listeners yes
0: happy new year we were
1: ha- we were very excited to be recording and then watching tar and eating pizza afterwards
0: yeah, we had a
1: pizza party. We did have a pizza party. But then we did watch most mm. likely Oscar nominated Tar.
0: Most likely. it's gonna be Oscar uh, yeah. nominated. For I don't something. think you're the most
1: likely. Yeah. Yeah. Well I mean it's most likely. We can't confirm. We are not members of the Academy or well, Press Waterhouse Coopers.
0: In twenty short days. We, we will know. know
1: exactly, exactly yeah. in twenty days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, we actually we've had a very productive movie time.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. The- yeah, well, this is the first time in my entire adult life yeah. that I had, like, the week of Christmas off.
1: Oh, yeah, because you've been in retail for so long.
0: For so long. And this is the first time I had... I took off from December 22nd till January 3rd.
1: And how lovely was it? it?
0: Oh, my God. What, like, yeah. everybody needs to do this. Yeah. It's so unfair. It's so That unfair. the retail workers have to work during this time.
1: And... Like, they know no better. Like, you're just working, so you're just kind of, you're working.
0: Like, I always had an idea. Oh, wouldn't it be nice nice? to just, like, be home? Or I'd see, like, my my dad and my sister having their time off. I'd be like, oh, that's lovely. But, like, legitimate, I was saying to somebody at work today, I was like, I could live the rest of my life that way. And I would be perfectly content. If I had like money just flowing in somehow magically, mm-hmm. I could live my life just like no plans all day. You'd make up your mind as you go. You go over to Nazim's house and you have some pizza and
1: you watch a movie. Yeah. We had a lovely time. It was beautiful. It was nice. And it allowed you to then be movie productive.
0: <laughs> I might cry because I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: trying not to cry because I do miss it. I was off for two weeks.
0: Wow. Yeah. I didn't yeah. work for
1: two weeks, and last week was really nice because my wife and kids actually ended up going away, and I was alone, alone. And that hasn't happened in, like, I don't even know.
0: Well, like, when was your child born? <laughs> yeah, she was born <laughs> in
1: 2017, so definitely at least five years.
0: Isn't that crazy?
1: Wild. Wild. So it was, really, it was really nice. And I also watched a couple of movies. So let's talk. We're just, like, going back and forth about how we watch yeah. movies. So we watched Tar, and yes. Tar is a lot.
0: Yeah, but Literally a a lot, lot.
1: But a good a lot.
0: A good amount of a lot. Yeah.
1: I think once you get over the length, mm-hmm. it definitely sits better.
0: Yes, I feel like in that moment, I was just tired because like it was so long. And I, I I do feel like it is a little bit unnecessary long. I think there's a lot of like exposition yeah. there that maybe we don't necessarily need but there's so much about it that is really like exciting yeah. and invigorating and good and like I told you when we watch this the way that movie starts I could literally watch that for like mm-hmm. the for the entire two and a half hours okay. like that would be she she's so good in she's this she's so good in
1: this and if it yeah. ha- if it wasn't for Michelle yo mm-hmm. deserving oh, she an Oscar get beyond, that third Oscar. yeah she would yeah. definitely deserve that third Oscar, but this best this best actress season goes to Michelle Yeoh.
0: Mm-hmm. I will. S- I do see.
1: You go. Go ahead. No, I was going <laughs> to say something different. So I think you're still talking about best actress. So go.
0: No, I was going to say I. I well, if we're going to talk about best actress, I don't. I can't see anybody else being able to do what she does in this movie. Like yeah. it's so. It's very obvious that Todd Field like wrote it for her. Yeah. Because it's so her. But what I was going to say is, like, I do see how this could be, like, isolating for certain people, though. That, too. When watching it. It does have a little bit of pretentiousness. It's,
1: uh, not a little bit. It. It's very pretentious. It's pretentious. It's very, yeah. <laughs> very, very pretentious. I'll also say that while it is long at 2 hours and 40 minutes, it's, like, ex- it's really long and it does feel that way. It's one mm-hmm. of the few movies where I'm thinking... You know, there's things that I think could lift out, but I'm also wondering if you lift those out, would the movie lose some of its punch? And that's mm. very possible that, you know, yeah. things that we feel are overlong or unnecessary. It, there is a feeling that I feel like if we take that out and tighten it, that tightness actually might make the movie weaker.
0: Interesting. So you feel like it was conducted in the oh. right way. Ah, you see what I, did there? There. I do, yeah. though. I do. <laughs>
1: I think it's really good. It's definitely one of the best of the year. And it it would be between... I don't know. I'm having trouble thinking. I want everything, everywhere, all at once to win. But yeah. what would be a good second between this and Banshees of Venetian?
0: Oh, like, wait, between when you say this, do you mean Tar? Tar, sorry. Oh, like who's runner-up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Who
1: is the Moonlight... To everything's La La well, Land.
0: Does there necessarily have to be a Moonlight? Does there have to be someone that's, like, that close?
1: No, but I think this year there is.
0: This year's so weird. Yeah,
1: there's some really good movies, and then Garbage. And by Garbage, yeah. I mean, like, not, but fluff. it's just, it's fluff. It's, I think you have three exceptional films, and then just mm-hmm. movies.
0: Should we go into the other movie that we watched?
1: Yes, we did. Yes. Meet and I committed. Mm-hmm. And watched Top Gun.
0: We sure did. Top Gun.
1: Maverick. Well, we watched both. I had never seen we Top did. Gun, the original.
0: Mm-hmm. I have.
1: I hadn't. And so I watched that. And then Mita and I both watched Top Gun Maverick. Mita first. And then yes. on a lazy night I was having, Mita convinced me to watch Maverick. And I did.
0: Yeah. So I did what you were meant to do, in which I watched mm-hmm. them back to back. Because I, I was committing. I was like, okay, I have these two weeks off of work. Like, I'm going to you know, watch the movies mm-hmm. that I have to watch. And Top Gun Maverick is one of mm-hmm. them. And I've been waiting since the summer to see it. And so I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I'm going to yeah. watch the first one because, like, I haven't seen it in a really long time. I never really liked it. Yeah. The only thing I remember is the volleyball scene. Yeah. And for obvious reasons. And again, watching that first one, I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs>
1: like, really gay. How is
0: this? this yeah. yeah. Just so cheesy. Yeah. And and not the, like, not not my type of gay, you know?
1: Well, like cheesy. The whole thing is cheesy and like cheesy gay and just like cheesy. I can't describe Top Gun in any other way other than like cheesy.
0: Quintessential 80s boy movie. Yeah. And what I will say is like Top Gun, the original, is a movie for. Oh, how how will I put that? Is it like a movie for boy teenagers? But Top Gun Maverick is for boy men. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like uh, adult boys. Yeah. Like I think <laughs> yeah. Top
1: Gun Maverick does everything right that Top Gun didn't.
0: Do at all. Yeah. And But it's, I felt like the reward, it paid off. I feel I like it really, pays off. I really enjoyed Maverick. I had such a good time watching that.
1: I enjoyed Maverick. I did. I don't know if I loved it as much as you, but I did like it more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I I think it's definitely a good movie. It's definitely the movie of the summer. But we had this conversation of like, does it deserve to be a Best Picture nominee?
0: Yes and no for me. I think the yes is like, I think people want to see movies that are nominated or movies that are at least winning Oscars. The movies that they are actually going out and seeing. Because it can be really isolating for people. Like when I talk to people at work or even my family and I'll talk about Tar or Banshees, even everything everywhere all at once, Mm -hmm. people are just like, I don't know what that is. How do I find that? Like I've never heard of this movie at all. And I think when you have something like Top Gun and I told someone, oh, I'm going to watch Top Gun finally. They're like, oh, my God, you're going to be so excited. Like it's nice to see everybody coming around and being like, yes, this is a fun, exciting movie for people to watch. It is not the best picture. Yeah,
1: and does that matter? At the end of the day, does that matter? That, like, the Oscars are not meant to reward what people like. That's not the point of it.
0: I feel like the nomination is valid, though. Yeah? I feel like you should, we should be able to at least have the nomination. If it won, I would be very disappointed. But I think, like, the nomination works. And especially when you look at, like, because I, I feel like Best Picture also, it's not just about the movie, but it also is the story of the movie. Or at least that's what it's been like the yeah. last few decades, right? It's like, how did this movie come together? What went into place? How was this movie made? That's so much of like what we gather as an audience now. And there is something just really lovely about Tom Cruise wanting to entertain fans and like putting in all that he can to do that. And to your point not using things like green screen or technology to trick people. He is actually flying those planes. All those guys were flying. They threw up every single day from flying those planes. And I'm thankful for their vomit.
1: I appreciate (laughs) their vomit. I will say, though, that I think Top Gun Maverick is benefiting from a slow summer, from a slow movie two to three years. And Mm -hmm. I think it's the first major summer movie that we're able to all kind of be entertained by and get behind. And I think that's what I think any other year it would have been like, yeah, this is really good. And that's kind of it. And I think people are liking it more because we just haven't seen something like this in so long. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not miraculous. It isn't the summer movie that The Dark Knight was.
0: No, but I also think like if we're gonna look twenty years from now and we'll think about the year twenty twenty two, we're gonna remember. Oh yeah, like COVID was just sort of dying down. That was a movie that got butts into theaters. Like oh, that yeah, was a movie made money, that, and I think yeah. that says something about the entire year. Yes. And so, like, why not have it be
1: nominated? No, and I get that, and I think that's mm-hmm. fair. But I think when I'm trying to compare it alongside Tar. And yeah. Top Gun Maverick, I think they're both in their place. And I think what Top what Maverick does is actually really impressive. It is actually very impressively made. And mm-hmm. I think popcorn movies are actually very hard to do well because the expectation is for everything else to like work and not necessarily the film itself. Do you know what I mean? I think it's kind of what Marvel is falling into. Like it mm-hmm. just needs to kind of kind of work. It doesn't need to be a great movie. Yeah. and I think Maverick actually is like no I'm going to try to be a good movie here Yeah, and I think that's why it's entertaining but overall kind of like we'll see
0: is there anything you feel like should be in the running that isn't and maybe Top Gun is taking its place or maybe even the talk about like Black Panther Black, Pan- Black, Black Panther. Panther Wakanda forever <laughs> I haven't seen it yet but do you think there's anything that's like not being talked about because those two movies are. We also don't know if they're going to do 10, right?
1: We don't know if they're going to do 10. And I think the decision always is about, look, I think foreign movies always get flack, Mm -hmm. like flat out. Like they always get the butt end of the stick regardless of how good they are. And for every Parasite, there's a hundred other films that are completely ignored despite being the best films of the year. You know, Mm -hmm. something like, roma does lose out to what year was that even
0: 2018 no
1: roma was 2018 so what won was it green book no. that year is it green Book? exactly Mita. like <laughs> roma loses and green book wins Oops. so like yeah <laughs> that's how memorable that is and like you don't have to love roma i get it roma's a hard film to like but that's exactly what it is for every mm-hmm. parasite that wins there's a roma that loses yeah. And I think foreign films in general and maybe this is a little bit of my own hope around RRR and how yeah. like you know that would be nice because I think RRR offers a little bit more in terms of entertainment mm-hmm. but Maverick is sleeker and if we're being honest Maverick is a white person movie. Yeah. It is. At the end of the day, that's how it's designed, and it's meant to be for white men.
0: I feel like RRR, though, is also, it's the Bollywood movie that is made for white people.
1: But it's not made for white people. But it's not for white people. I I get what you're saying, that it's the thing that's going to appeal to that crowd, but it's not made for them. Whereas Maverick is made to kind of the 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 dudes that love Top Gun, it's made for those dudes, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that, and it happens to do it well. But speaking of foreign films, and I know you watched a couple of others, I also saw yeah. Decision to Leave.
0: Oh, was that good? I've been debating. Watching I
1: saw it. it yesterday, and it was excellent. It's okay. it's a very interesting romantic drama slash thriller, very mm-hmm. in keeping with kind of the Korean style of filmmaking. Um I always forget how to pronounce his name. So give me one quick second while I look it up. Park Chan Wook directed okay. it. Who directed The Handmaiden and Old Boy and others. And all this to say that is Top Gun being put up there when something like Decision to Leave should be put up there?
0: Mm-hmm. Is it?
1: Probably, Mita. At the end of the day, probably. probably. Okay. And I think that's a little disappointing. And I think there's definitely going to be some voters who are like, well, there's already everything everywhere all at once. We don't need another Asian oh, movie. Up
0: no, there. no, no. That's different. But well, yeah, but yeah. You
1: know what I'm saying? I'm saying no 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 to them. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, to, not you. to me. But yeah. like I get what you're saying. That like <laughs> you that's not what you want. But at the end of the day, that is going to happen.
0: That's probably yeah. And so that's problematic. probably
1: What else did you see?
0: I watched um Elvis oh, yes. finally. I did not enjoy Elvis. Really? I I enjoy Baz. Mm-hmm. I'm a Baz kind of gal. Are. He he speaks to me in a lot of ways. I found this so messy. I could not focus. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on. Tom Hanks has a weird accent. I'm over Tom Hanks. Why? how do you get over Tom I
1: don't Hanks? It's because they're all over Tom Cruise right now.
0: <laughs> it's not battle of the toms it's Absolutely, ba-
1: <laughs> it's not just battle of the toms but fact is they're totally like same time period and everything
0: I, you know, I don't know. I'm not into Tom Hanks these days. I keep seeing the, well, because I keep seeing the trailer for A Man Called Otto. Is that what it is? And I I hate that trailer so much. It annoys me so much. I'm just like, why is this man here? Um, But I, I, yeah, I could not focus while watching Elvis. There's a lot going on in that movie. And this is coming from somebody that has, like, watched The Great Gatsby and enjoyed it. So, (laughs) like...
1: One of six people.
0: Yeah. And so I, yeah, I couldn't buckle down to it. I'm trying to remember how, what rating did I give it? Hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, I wrote it down. I gave Elvis two and a half oh, stars. Wow, pretty low it, I do think Austin Butler is quite good in it. Like I was surprised, but then I watched his one-on-one interview mm-hmm. with Janelle Monáe and he's still doing the voice.
1: Oh. Like,
0: and I really, I that gives, it's like an ick yeah. for me. I'm not, like, I know what you sound like, because I grew up when you were on, like, the Disney yeah. Channel. I watched Zoe 101, and yeah. Butler. Like, I know what you sound like, and that's just, like, weird to me. And I don't know. I just, I'm not vibing with Elvis, yeah. and I thought I would really like it, but I, I didn't. That's
1: unfortunate.
0: hmm I think in another world, maybe I would. Yeah. Who knows? And then I also watched The Woman King, mm-hmm. which, based on its trailer, I was convinced it was trying to be like Black Panther or trying to be like another Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. It's not bad at all. It is a really interesting story that people are coming down on because there are some like errors in terms of the history provided, but I don't think it's meant to be a history lesson. It's just that's meant to be inspiration for it. And it's a really intriguing story that has never been told. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like this. Viola Davis is great in it because that's just a given. Yeah. But I l- am obsessed with Lashana Lynch right okay. now. Let's get Lashana Lynch yeah, that's an Oscar happy, nomination. Okay. Not not for this, but I think in life, yeah. in life, I want to see that woman win an Oscar. Okay. I think she's so great. Okay. And yeah, go see The Woman King.
1: So that's you're pretty much done. Aside from like woman talking.
0: I have woman talking. I still haven't seen Till.
1: Oh, yeah. um, you have some second tier stuff.
0: Yeah, like things that maybe might get yeah. nominated, like White Noise, Empire of Light, things like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I, I think for Best Picture, you're pretty done. Until for that, there will most likely be a random surprise on the list.
0: Yeah, I think I just have Till and Black Panther left for Best Picture. Okay. Yeah. Awesome Meet the... And Woman Talking. And
1: Woman Talking, yeah. Woman Talking is an, is a top tier, and I'm waiting for it to come to something that I can either rent it or see it, but we'll see. We'll wait.
0: I also watched "Spoiler Alert," which isn't like yeah. an Oscar nomination movie, um, but I, I did cry throughout okay. it. It was very, very emotional. Speaking of emotions, yes, Nadeem. sons and mothers, <laughs> they they have emotions.
1: Yes, because this week,
0: <laughs> yes,
1: we watched best sons. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> we watched the best picture nominee from mm. nineteen sixty. Sons yes. and mothers. Nope. Sons, oh, and, sons lovers. and lovers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please keep that yeah. in.
1: <laughs> oh, so, for our listeners who didn't listen to Ben Hur or just want a recap, the best picture winner from 1960 is actually The Apartment, starring mm-hmm. Shirley MacLaine, yeah. directed by Billy Wilder. But because we had already reviewed The Apartment in season one, we decided that we would watch one of the nominees like we did with, what was it?
0: Uh, All About Eve.
1: Yes, All About Eve, where we watched Father of the Bride. Yes. And this time, instead of picking, we kind of just... Attached a number, picked a number from an app, and this is what it was assigned. So we ended up watching Sons and Lovers.
0: Randomly assigned. Randomly
1: assigned. So before we get into it, Mita, want to give us a discord?
0: I will, Nadeem. Mm -hmm. Sons and Lovers is described as so via IMDb. Mm -hmm. A young man with artistic talent lives in a close knit (laughs) coal mining town and finds himself inhibited by his emotionally manipulative mother.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: I read that logline before i saw the movie and i was like oh like okay. i might be interested in this like there's some intrigue there i think sons and mothers not yeah. lovers but sons and mothers is like a very interesting relationship that often doesn't get looked at yeah. and so i was like kind of excited to see what was to come of this mm-hmm. Nazim, how did you feel about sons and lovers
1: and then it ended up being a big dud <laughs>
0: I wrote in my notes, this movie has the most potential. It was...
1: <laughs> the most. It was really one of those movies that I was watching it. And I remember just putting it on randomly, right? Like, I, I didn't read the IMDb Disco. I was just kind of watching it. And then it starts to play out. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is going to be like, How Green Was Your Valley? And then mm-hmm. it ends up being very different. And we start to have a lot of different things. So we start to have the story about... The abusive relationship. And it's like two-way abusive, which I find really interesting. Yeah. Between the, the the father and the mother. And then we have the story of him, you know, being a painter. And then there's a lot of stuff this movie brings up. And none of it comes to fruition.
0: Wait, like, I don't understand. I, I know the beginning of this movie and I know the ending of this yeah. movie. I don't know the middle of this movie. What
1: do you it's mean? It's
0: so, it, there's... Nothing is happening that like yeah that could happen that could like
1: and there's so much potential. potential and there's there's potential at so many different like points and that was confusing I was first of all so angry when he decides not to go to London. Yeah come on I was then. like what the hell man mm-hmm. you're being given this giant opportunity to go to London on someone else's dime and pursue an impossible career. And what? who are we blaming? It's not even his mother.
0: Why is he staying back? Like, Why I is don't he, understand. What is he staying back? What is, he what back is going for? on? Yeah.
1: And then he starts, then he has this relationship with this girl, Miriam. Mm-hmm. They end up sleeping together. And that I was fairly fascinated by because here's the first movie of what, 30 that we've watched where they talk about sex. Yeah. It's the first one where there's Mm -hmm. a mention of sex and then that ends. And then he starts to sleep with this married woman and then that ends. And like...
0: And I don't understand, like, his motives at all. At all. I don't
1: understand him as a
0: character, and he's your main character.
1: <laughs> and that logline is misleading because you're meant to think that she's more meddling than she is.
0: I guess, and originally when I was watching it, I was like, oh, what if she's like a Mrs. Bates kind of situation? Yeah. Like, what if she's just like, she's sh- like, bathes her son, and that's why she's so creepy yeah. still. But no, she's just like a regular mom.
1: She's not, she, she doesn't like Miriam, and it kind of starts there, but that doesn't go anywhere. None of this movie goes anywhere.
0: It's not even like a Marty situation where she's like constantly meddling and trying to like she was ruin a the relationship. Yeah.
1: She was an actual meddler in Marty. Uh-huh. She's not in this, though. I think, and no. she's in her own shit, right? Because her husband's an ass, but she doesn't really make things easy either. No. they. It's just a... It's a know, mess. It's a weird, but there's so much potential.
0: So much. But I also felt watching it, I was like, this movie sh- does not feel like 1960 to me. Like so this, what
1: does it feel like?
0: It feels like 1950s. Which okay. I know is like,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> right I get what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> do you know
0: what I mean? Like, well, also, like, we just watched Ben Hur. Like, it's yeah. still this up and down roller coaster yeah. with all these best pictures. We just watched Ben Hur. Yeah, which is an epic. This movie is done in black and white. I get why they did it because they wanted it to seem a little bit more like artistic, especially it's coming also from cheaper. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I. I had to keep reminding myself that this wasn't Best Picture because yes. as I was watching it, I was just like, "Wait, why are we watching this again?" And I was like, "Oh, wait, no, no, it's a nominee. Yeah, it didn't win. It didn't win." And so I went back today to just listen to like what we talked the about apartment. a little bit with the apartment, and you really enjoyed the I did, apartment.
1: Yeah,
0: I enjoyed it, not to the same degree that you did, mm-hmm. though. And now I'm just sort of in this place of like, I can totally understand why something like that, (laughs) because it just feels so much more modern and refreshing. And I think this story, you, they could have done it so well, they could have told this a lot better. I know it's based on a book. So maybe the book is a dead too. But there's so many different elements that just could have been changed for it to actually be, like, a really interesting movie. But I just got so lost in it. I didn't realize, like, when the girlfriends changed, I was so confused about this him being with, like, this married woman. I thought they could have tapped into that more. That's a really oh, interesting story. We also
1: talk about suffrage and women's rights. And Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> so many starts. There's so many moments of, like, oh, this is interesting. We're going to actually, like, delve into something. And nothing comes of it. Any of it.
0: Can you... I watched this last night. Can you remind me how this ends? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even... Re- See? I don't remember, remember. Like, they're in the forest and she wants to get together with him and he says no. Yeah. And they're both going to be in London for different reasons. Mm. But, like, that's it. It's just very, like... It kind of reminded me of Jules Itchim.
0: Yes. A movie that I thought... Yeah. ...was going to be something. Yeah. And it's just, no. A, it was, a movie that I thought was about a man and a woman. But <laughs> J-
1: Jules was a man.
0: Jules is a man, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. It was but about two men. A movie that I thought could have some purpose. Yeah. But like just falls flat.
1: But maybe and that then, was... Oh.
0: Even in the end though, when he's like explaining to her like, no, I can't be with you because being with you would be with like my mother. I was like, yeah, character development. And then it falls flat.
1: And then that's it. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. It. Yeah. So it does make me... Wonder we're you know we're talking about films being nominated and Mm -hmm. then films winning. Mm -hmm. So if you want to compare *The Apartment* to this *Sons and Lovers*, why was this nominated? That's a really like what was the what was the appeal? Especially because Mita, Mm -hmm. we had a long conversation about whether we should watch one of the nominees or whether we should watch what (sighs) *Psycho*. (laughs) *Psycho*. I am so one Alfred Hitchcock greatest <laughs> film, arguably Psycho. Yeah, which was not even nominated.
0: I really wanted to watch Psycho, guys. I tried so hard <laughs>
1: to get the theme to watch Psycho. But why does something like Psycho, which stands the test of time, which at the time was revolutionary, takes
0: ideas from the same movie? Yep. Oh my God!
1: Absolutely, it totally yeah. takes ide- like same ideas about smothering mothers.
0: Yes, and puts it to fruition. Yeah,
1: makes something of it, but also like takes the films like film conventions about like your expectations and what you think, and completely like it does something
0: complete. And the one of the greatest twists in Ever. film history still, and it's not even nominated.
1: But this movie that mm. I guarantee, I, I don't think I know a single person who would recognize this title. No. Like, if you were to go to be like, oh, I watched a movie from 1960 called Sons and Lovers.
0: I was watching it. My dad likes to peek in and be like, what are you watching this week? Mm-hmm. I said, Sons and Lovers. Yeah. I said, what's that? <laughs> I said, a movie from 1960. He goes, who's in it? Yeah. I started naming the people. I don't know any of those people. No. <laughs> no. It's not lasting whatsoever.
1: And I don't know why I'm surprised, because, like, it didn't win Best Picture. It didn't win Best Picture, but it at least got, again, it's a surprise, it at least got a nomination, and Psycho didn't. Yeah. So why did this and Psycho didn't?
0: White people?
1: No. I don't think we can blame, I know you and I like to blame a lot on white people, and white people, we do genuinely love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, seriously. But...
0: No, that's not the... I think I think Psycho is considered a horror film, and that genre is still to this day not considered, like, best picture worthy for whatever reason. It's stupid.
1: Is that why something like Barbarian wouldn't get nominated? Yes. When it is definitely a more interesting film than something like Maverick?
0: Do you think it's... Oh oh
1: barbarian does what psycho does yeah and it takes the genre it takes convention it takes audience expectation and turns them on each other
0: that is very true
1: maverick delivers what you expect very well mind you yeah but delivers exactly what you expect expect barbarian completely f's with you
0: maverick did a good job of storytelling of this movie not storytelling in the movie itself yeah but storytelling of how this movie got made.
1: Like the it's whole It's been
0: yeah. 36 years or yeah. whatever since the original. They shot it in 2018. He watched it. He said it wasn't good enough. They all had to come back and reshoot. Then COVID happened. <laughs> then, yeah. you know, they had to push it. They wanted to make sure people could see this movie in a theater. Whereas Barbarian was just like, hey, you haven't seen this. Don't read a thing about it. Watch it. And like, it'll blow your
1: mind. <laughs> I just find it very interesting because I think the one thing we forget is that the Academy is the Academy. We look at the Academy almost like an an individual person, right? Like the Academy picked this, but the Academy mm-hmm. now is a membership of like 6,000 people. That's too many people. It's a huge volume of people who are voting on, on this award. And it was obviously less back in the 60s, but at the same time, it is a p- group of people who are voting. And that group of people is probably not as cinema focused as we expect them to be mm-hmm. but that that's doesn't... so
0: disappointing though. yeah that's
1: so disappointing <laughs>
0: like why How are you in the
1: academy, academy. if you can't a vote for Cycle?
0: and then people bash things like the People's Choice Awards but I'm yeah. like that makes th- those are the people, those those are those the, are people. the people, the people who are, are dumb it.
1: but at least that's what it is
0: yeah I like the People's Choice Awards they gave Murska Hargitay an award she deserves it <laughs>
1: And then I think this also comes to the question of, like, we have these two films right now, Psycho and Sons and Lovers. Mm -hmm. And now let's talk about the best picture winner, The Apartment. The Apartment.
0: The Apartment is so, like, cool. (laughs) And so much better than Sons and Lovers. And so much more approachable.
1: So let's take out Sons and Lovers, because I think we recognize that it's not great. Mm -hmm. Probably got nominated... Cause
0: it's um based on a book yeah and maybe there were a lot of british people in the maybe academy maybe british
1: people in the academy
0: yeah and maybe there were a lot of sons and there were a lot of lovers
1: but if you talk about the apartment yeah and psycho
0: mm-hmm. you know what my answer
1: is. i know what your answer is but take your personal opinion out of it <sighs>
0: I'm trying to remember the apartment. I wanted to rewatch it, but I don't have it. And so I didn't feel like renting Mention it again. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. Um, just for this. Sorry. For the sake of this podcast. <laughs> Maybe I should have done that. It's my business. Um, hmm. I'm still leaning towards Psycho. That's Psycho fair. has had that lasting impression on me since the first time I ever saw it. Yeah. And I was like, like a kid and I recognized greatness.
1: I think the apartment is... I think when you watch it, especially next to this, like, Sons and Lovers thing, you realize that that freshness that you talk about, that hipness, mm-hmm. it is actually very hard to accomplish. It's really yeah. easy to screw up a movie.
0: That hipness that still comes forward yeah. here in 2022 from something that was made in 1960 that yeah. you're still watching. And you can tell this is, like, cool. This was cool in its time. It still is kind of cool. It still
1: is kind of cool. And it also talks about things like suicide, for instance. Yeah, It has some pretty like heady themes. It has a romance that's believable. It has characters and relationships that are believable. It is... Adultery. Adultery. But like acceptable adultery. Like it's trying to essentially make... It's an interesting film, right? And it's trying to make a light of some very dark issues. Mm -hmm. And it does it.
0: And in it in the way that Psycho has changed the genre of horror, I feel like The Apartment kind of changed the genre of romantic comedies.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely.
0: Before that what did we have? It Happened One Night.
1: That's way back in what
0: that's a long time 30s? ago. 30s? I'm trying to remember what we've watched in this last time. Like we haven't watched any, other... any
1: romantic comedies. We've watched some romances like Casablanca but we haven't watched our, like a best picture. I mean, we did watch Father of the Bride but I think that's less... But that
0: was nominated. It didn't win. It didn't win. I mean, Gigi is a comedy in a lot of ways to me. But
1: <laughs> Gigi is a romantic comedy. That is kind of like what it is that's true.
0: Yeah. I guess technically I feel like an American in Paris wants yeah. to be, but it isn't. It's it fails not. short of that. But yeah, it happened one night is probably the only thing so far uh-huh. that has that same recognition. And the apartment is so much more modern, so much more similar to what we see in romantic comedies today.
1: Yeah. So much more like probably in keep like it, it probably had way more influence than we think mm-hmm. it in. Sorry, in crafting the modern romantic comedy. Yeah. And so, I feel like that Best Picture win is warranted.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think that it wasn't warranted. Yeah. I just think Psycho is a better film.
1: So, again, let's talk about why didn't it get nominated? Why hasn't Alfred Hitchcock had a single nomination other than Rebecca?
0: For Best Picture. He's been nominated for Director. For for Director, fine.
1: But Best Picture. We're talking about Best Picture. Why Why haven't his movies been nominated?
0: I think there is so much reputation that comes with his name. Like, I think people know what he does as a director. But I think there is just so much divisiveness with his actual pictures themselves.
1: Because let's name the other person who had a movie nominated this year that we didn't watch who also has not had a Best Picture win. Who's that? Stanley Kubrick and Spartacus. Oh, right.
0: Yes, because that was the other thing that I suggested that we watch. Yes. Did he get a, a director nomination?
1: I don't... He's been nominated, I believe... Yeah. Let's just quickly check that out.
0: I think for him, mm, that's interesting. Again, it's his movies.
1: But that reputation I don't want to say they're of, like, Mita, where is that reputation? And who's creating that reputation? And is that reputation present then? Or is mm, it now? That's
0: interesting. I think Kubrick, I, well, Hitchcock and H- Kubrick, for me at least, have always kind of, been talked about in that way Kubrick in 1960 maybe not i feel like he became more reverent like in the 70s yeah hitchcock had been making films since the 30s yeah before that i'm pretty sure he made silent films before that yeah yeah and so i think his name has always come with like some prestige but i think his films are so divisive for people Or it could be something similar where, like, people just aren't watching them. And the Academy was obviously a lot smaller at that time that they don't know about the picture, but they know he directed something. Oh, let's put his name on the ballot.
1: I'm just looking at Stanley Kubrick's filmography, and it's definitely, like, it starts to pick up here. Yeah. He has Paths of Glory before and The Killing. Like, he has other things, Fear and Desire, but... (laughs) But that was
0: episode fifty for us. Yeah, and also if you want to listen to the apartment, it's episode thirty-four.
1: Okay. Spartacus is really where it starts because then he gets Lolita in two years, and then Doctor Strange Love, and then Space Odyssey, yeah. Clockwork Orange. It picks up the there. shot. Yeah, it pick. It's starting here. His
0: those are all, his all relevancy. Movies that are risque, if you will. Yeah, they are not the conventional best picture winners. No. Uh, The more and more we go through this, like, through these movies, I realize the Academy are a bunch of babies.
1: (laughs) They're a bunch of babies, but they're also very middling. Like, they really are a bunch of people. You really do get the average consensus, largely. Mm. And I think it's really rare to get something extraordinary out of them. And something like Nomadland winning seems rare. Because that's not Nomadland is not accessible, no, as a film, and it winning seems like a maybe because the year was just so weak overall.
0: But it became accessible because of the weak year, like it was on Disney Plus eventually. Yeah, it became accessible to people, and people were talking about it because it was such a
1: it was poor a weak year, year for
0: film. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't know. I think we're going to start to notice that the best picture winners are becoming more and more crowd pleasing. Like slowly, slowly, we're getting to a point where the the winner is not risky or it's not trying much. And there might be nominations that are like actually pushing the envelope. But the winner at the end of the day is appealing to the crowd.
0: I think you're right because like even going into this episode, I was like, oh, yes, finally the 60s because there are names that I recognize. Yeah. But then when I look at them, I'm like, these are all like they're movies I watched as a chill child. Yeah. Like they're not the movies. It's not psycho. It's not something that really invigorates me and excites me to watch.
1: Yeah, because you have something like, for instance, My Fair Lady winning
0: yeah. over
1: something like Doctor Strange Love.
0: Oh, was it nominated? It
1: was nominated and that and I mean we get to that in a few episodes, but yeah. I think you're gonna see a lot more of this stuff happening.
0: Mm, interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: I don't love it. But <laughs> yeah. we don't really
0: We are not well, here here here's my pitch. We start a new academy and it's just you and I. Okay. I'm we sure. watch all the movies being made we
1: absolutely we
0: that. present our own award yep. show and we pick the best picture yep. of the year
1: sure sure
0: because barbarian could win in barbarian our could win
1: i don't yeah. think it would i don't think i would vote for best picture but i would maybe want to see it nominated yeah but yeah
0: if you haven't seen barbarian please do go watch barbarian do. yeah don't look up a single thing and no. go watch barbarian. just go watch it Who watched it first? Me or you? You did. You told me to go see it. I was just
1: like, "Go see it and go see it soon." I said.
0: Yeah, and I did. You
1: did, good girl. It was great. Do you have sequel prequel ideas?
0: No. No. Yeah, because who cares? I don't care. Yeah. About I can't tell you their names.
1: No, I can't.
0: Son and mother and and girlfriend one and girlfriend two. (laughs) There's
1: Paul and there's Miriam and there's Mrs. Dawes and there's mother. Oh. But it's all very forgettable. No sequel, prequel. No sequel, prequel. Yeah. And uh, I get that. Yeah. Mita. Yeah. Review.
0: Okay. A movie with so much potential. Yeah. I looked at that logline. I was like, there is something there. And then just like you reminded me, another picture came out in 1960 (laughs) called Psycho, Mm -hmm. which also delves into mothers and son relationships. And not in the most obvious way. This movie, Sons and Lovers, is very obvious and it doesn't do anything with the subject. It just kind of, I, I can't even describe how blah this <laughs> is. <laughs> that is the way to, dis- yeah. to describe it. It is just blah. It's blah. There is nothing charming about this movie. There isn't anything that I particularly like pulled out and was like, well, that's an interesting scene. Finding quotes for this was like so hard for me. Yeah. And I think the hardest thing for me was I, when we're watching these movies in my mind, I'm thinking I'm watching a best picture, mm-hmm. but I had to keep reminding myself, that this didn't win. Yes. This didn't win. And thank goodness it didn't because <laughs> like I just don't, Like, if this had one, I honestly don't know what's going on here. I feel like just in general with watching all of these movies, I'm on some kind of weird roller coaster Mm -hmm. where, like, the highs are so high. You get something like Ben-Hur, which is, like, a masterpiece. And then the next week, I'm falling all the way down and watching this. But then I have to remind myself, like, this wasn't the actual winner. But anyways, there's just – it's there's so – Like, the nominees in itself, I guess if we're going to focus on anything, it's, like, what is nominated for Best Picture. There's so much range that doesn't make any sense at all. And I just, it's so hard to wrap my mind around. The movie itself, like, I looked at reviews online. First, I look—I always look on YouTube to see if anyone else has reviewed this. No one has reviewed this movie. No one. Not a single soul. (laughs) Because no (laughs) one... Notes yeah. this movie and then i looked on imdb to read like there's no metacritic Metas, Metas, there's
1: metacritic, no metacritic, metacritic,
0: score. metacritic score there are imdb users reviews and they're all like giving it tens nines eights yeah. and i'm like who are you i think it's bots <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's bots or it's people who like the movie and they must exist
0: yes but i don't know where they are today <laughs> I'm trying to, are so, yeah. they alive are they alive is what i would like to know and I kept wrapping my mind, like, what do I want to say about this movie? Like, what, what, w- what is there to say? Because yeah. I literally have no words. There's just, it's just blah. It's blah. Yeah. Um, I want to give it one star. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: good.
0: And I'm gonna give it one star. What that star is for, I don't even know. <laughs> It's a movie. It's for the potential.
1: It's for the potential. Yes.
0: Thank you. Okay. It is for the
1: potential. Let let me go into my review. Okay. There you go. Because there is potential. And I think we have to remember that this movie does actually have some really interesting things to say. Probably one movie that has some of the most interesting things to say. Either about marriage or about premarital sex and Mm -hmm. God. Or women's rights, like it actually it starts con some really interesting conversations and completes none of them. And I think that's the disappointing thing. At least it has the balls to attempt something. You have to give it that. And I will give it I will give it credit for being the first movie since 1929 to talk about sex. Okay. There is something to be said about that. That it is, it's finding a censorship way to do it. And so there are some things. It has some beautiful cinematography and nothing else. (laughs) Because the performances aren't great. The direction is kind of blah. It's just everything about this otherwise is just so middling. It's just so forgettable. And like forgettable. Like I cannot Mita asked me what the end scene was, and I had some, like, vague recollection of what it was. And I finished this, like, two days ago. Yeah. It should not be that forgettable. Like, I should be able to quote dialogue right now. And something about Ben-Hur is that, like, I didn't love it the way it's intended to be loved, but I could recognize it. You could, you know, you it's still in your head.
0: Mm-hmm. A
1: movie should be in your head. This is so, like... It's such, like, fluff. Like, give it a week. Next week, we are watching another movie. I will absolutely have forgotten about this. Like, completely forgotten about this. It's just there. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of a modern example of a movie that's just, like, so, so forgettable.
0: The Meyerowitz stories. But no. I actually like the Mario. Red I'm trying to learn. think of
1: the best picture nominee. Actually, Oh, OK. I'm trying to think of something that was so like, why was this nominated?
0: I have to look. Yeah, I'd have yeah. to
1: look. There's nothing specifically coming to mind. I want to say this is going to be not going to like this. I want to say something like stay with me, Michael Clayton. In that, I don't think Michael Clayton is, like, a Best Picture winner. And it's very nice while you watch it, but otherwise pretty forgettable.
0: I do get that. Yeah. I enjoy Michael Clayton as a movie, but I do get what you're saying. In that, it was just, like, if you think about that year specifically, when you have things like There Will Be Blood, No Country for Old Men, even Juno.
1: Yeah, even Juno. (laughs) And Atonement.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's hard to be, like... Michael Clayton?
1: And, my, and then <laughs> yeah. let's add Michael Clayton to that. It just feels very like something was added for the sake of adding it. And, you yeah. know, me and I didn't have the benefit of watching the other three films nominated. So maybe this was the number five of the five. And we don't know that. and we we'll never, never know. Were, and we'll never know. <laughs> so that's that. This is not worth your time. Don't waste your time watching this. No one else needs to watch this ever again. Because... There's so much beautiful shit in cinema. Even in this year, if you're going to watch something from 1960, you you can watch Psycho and you can watch The Apartment and you'll have experienced the gamut of 1960. You can watch Spartacus, too. You can watch Spartacus, <laughs> too. We haven't seen Spartacus. We just know there's a lot of homoerotic undertones and then that's it. But, uh, but it is made by Stanley Kubrick, so it can't suck. No. It cannot be as bad as Sons and Lovers. Which I don't think is actually a bad movie. I just think it's a very, very, very unrealized film. And I think the difference for me is that where something like Cavalcade was just like, what the F is this? This is just kind of like, this actually had the potential to be good. Mm-hmm. This There was something like, it needed focus and needed clarity it needed so much more and it could have actually been really interesting and it just has none of those things so i am going to be slightly more generous and give it one and a half stars
0: whoa okay there was a
1: moment where i was Mm -hmm. just like three stars and then it just chips away at it (laughs)
0: little
1: by little as the movie goes on
0: what was the moment my my hands are cold i was like into that one one scene i was like oh you don't know, even know what I'm talking Which, about. Which, yeah, yeah, I don't...
1: What scene is that?
0: Um, he's just like, my hands are cold, and he just, like, grabs her and starts making out with her.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I, I was there when he's, like... I, I thought he's going to give up his career in London, and he's mm-hmm. going to settle down with Miriam... And that, I was like, okay, I can kind of even see where this is going and maybe start to resent his mother because, like, he's doing this and she doesn't even like this woman. Like, there is something there. I think for me it started to chip away when he had the affair with Miss Dawes. I was just yeah. like, well, what is the, what, are, what are we What's doing the now? Point of this? What's yeah. the point? Ugh, but that was the very forgettable, very unnecessary Sons and Lovers. Mm, but it was. Next week gets exceptionally more exciting. But before then, Mita, mm, yeah. games.
0: Okay, I have a tough version and an easy version.
1: Oh my god! I don't know. Which
0: which would you like?
1: You pick. I can't pick. You decide. What do you think I can do? <sighs> Let's do the tough one. Okay. Okay. You
0: ready? Yeah. For and then it? tell okay.
1: me what the easy one is.
0: Okay. I'll see if you can even get the easy one. Because mm, maybe I'm. I, I sometimes like a yeah. obvious way, but maybe you can't think about yeah. it. Okay, so (laughs) Nadim, we decided right now what we'll do is connect the um, Oscar hopefuls to the Oscar hopefuls. And so last week you had me connect um, Tar to everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Is that what I did? Yep. Yeah. And eventually I got there. Eventually,
1: yeah. And then I remembered
0: something else. I just, I also remembered that Cate Blanchett is in a Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's in Thor. Ragnarok. Which is like one of my favorites. So I'm a little disappointed in myself. (laughs) But um, this week, Nadeem, I am challenging you to connect uh, everything everywhere all at once Mm -hmm. to hopeful best picture nominee, RRR.
1: Oh, (laughs) Mitha. That is a tough one.
0: I figured out a way to do it. Did
1: you? Okay.
0: I did. So don't worry. It's not impossible. Yeah. And I want you to start. No.
1: Okay, so our, I can do this. Everything Everywhere All at Once stars one Michelle Yeoh, who is in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, directed by Ang Lee, who directed The Life of Pi, starring one Tabbu, who is in a movie called Trishyam with Ajadevgan. Ajadevgan is in RR.
0: There you go. That's not the way I came <laughs> up with it, but that's good. I'm so one? happy for <laughs> you. My way was um, Jenny Slate is in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, yeah, okay. Who She was on a season of SNL with Kristen, Kirsten Wick, Kristen Wiig, yep. um who is in Barb and Star, Go to Vista Del Mar with yep. Jamie Dornan, who is in Heart of Stone, which is an upcoming oh, film with Alia happened, Butt, yeah. who is in RRR. Very good. Okay. Yeah.
1: What's the easy way? I think one? we
0: have everything everywhere all at once to The Fablemans.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: There's a super easy way.
1: That feels actually harder to me.
0: <laughs> There's like literally the easiest. I need you to think about that. There's literally something super easy in that. That connects them? Yeah.
1: Oh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Thank you. I was like, did he forget? Just
1: give it a second.
0: <laughs> the greatest movie fact of all time.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh I'm okay. proud of that.
0: There we go. I'm Thanks, proud of you. Though. Thank you. I now thought... I have a challenge next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just Devgan, i'll get Ali there Bhartar, i know yeah. ajay they've i know alia but
1: yeah they're your good ones i yeah. thought you were actually going to do maverick top gun oh and i thought about it while i was doing the dishes mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm not going to tell you because we'll use it down the line okay maybe next week Mita, when we watch
0: west side story
1: i fucking love west side story
0: <laughs> don't tell them yet what if they didn't i don't know? care
1: i love okay. west side story <laughs> Yeah, me too. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm happy to be watching something that I know I'm going to like and yeah. then discuss it.
0: 1961, baby.
1: Yeah. But that's next week. Yep. Let me, that you have parting words for us?
0: I, um, Yeah, these were hard to find. <laughs> You're not an easy subject.
1: No, neither were you, sons and lovers. No.
0: <laughs> I literally was like, what are we going to talk about?
1: We found, we always <laughs> find things.
0: Yeah, I guess. That's
1: us, not the movie, by the way. We're not giving the movie credit. No, we, we are the Nita credit. And I.
0: We yeah. are the champions. Exactly. We are friends.
1: Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and rate and review. And we will see you next week for West Side Story.
0: Cool. <laughs> Get it?
1: Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> Have a lovely week, folks. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by No One.
0: You can follow us on Instagram at movies to watch pod on Twitter at movies, the number two watch pod on the TikTok at movies to watch pod, or send us an email at movies to watch pod at gmail.com.
1: As always keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.